What is happening, my friend? Happy uh, December. Fuck, it is, huh? Yeah. Happy post Thanksgiving. Yep. Yep. Still, um, I'm still a little full. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know uh, a secret? Yeah. I don't like turkey. Um, uh, that's unfortunate. It at, is at Thanksgiving. Why don't you like turkey? It's I, delicious. I, you know, I like turkey sandwiches. Yeah, like boar's head turkey. Yeah, and I I cook turkey. I mean, and I did. I uh, deep fried a turkey. Did you? And okay. I eat it. But it's like not my favorite. Like I'll eat it on Thanksgiving, but I don't want it afterwards. Like the whole <laughs> you were telling me your weren't you eating leftovers into Saturday? Uh, well, I ate left. Uh, here's the thing: I ate it Thursday, and then um uh had something completely different on Friday, and then had exactly what I had on Thursday on Saturday. That's I believe that was the end of the leftovers, and um. Yeah, that's good. Two two delicious turkey, you know, with gravy and stuffing meals for me is is say it's my turkey desire. I mean, yeah. I can eat it in a sandwich, but I too. And I did that on Thanksgiving because I had like seconds, and I think I even had a third helping. So I got basically my leftovers <laughs> right. out of the way just in one sitting. I didn't have to get it all the way through Saturday. Well, we um, we did not uh, cook anything else besides a turkey. It was a small group, and sometimes in the past we've had some family members that don't really like turkey. So, see, I'm uh, not the only one. Yeah, and so we would also cook a prime rib roast, which um, always, and we've done that on many different occasions because of that, and um, that's okay, except. I like to eat turkey um, on whatever Christmas or Thanksgiving, either one, um, because I like the gravy and all that stuff. But if I if I cook a prime rib, it's hard for me not to want to eat some of it. So then, yeah, of course, I don't really eat enough of either to make me very happy. So I think, did you eat enough to make you sleepy? Um, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Are you still sleepy? Yeah, yeah, I'm still a little sleepy. I did do. I did sleep a lot over the four days. So it was good. I spent some time in the jacuzzi. So. That was awesome. Uh, you know, anytime I can spend time in a jacuzzi the day after Thanksgiving, that's a happy thing for me. So. <laughs> You're more buoyant. <laughs> and um, uh, let's see. It wasn't really warm, but uh, um, it was warm enough. I mean, it's warm. We've talked a lot about, you know, climate change and global warming and all that sort of yeah. thing. But it is warmer in general. Like, it's, it's still... It's a little warmer. It's about seven degrees above average right now. Is that what... You know, the, the, you always hear things in terms of Celsius, you know, like the magic number we have to avoid is 1.5 C. Is that, does that equal seven in Fahrenheit? Is <laughs> 1. That... C? 1.57 would be. No, 1.5 C. Oh, you mean a, a rise in. Yes, global like that's the number we okay. have to avoid. Because 105 Celsius is like, uh, a hundred, like 180 or something. Can we really trust the scale? Because isn't 32 degrees Fahrenheit 70 or something? No, no, I think it's zero Celsius. Isn't that oh, Fahrenheit. Wait a minute. Do yeah. I have this right? Yeah, I think so. That's freezing. Yeah. And that's zero in Celsius. Zero. No, Celsius is higher. The numbers are. No, let me think this over. No, they're much but, lower. But when you 40 get, is really hot. But when you get. So it must be like 30 degrees difference. Yeah, but when, but when you get to this like high end of the scale, whether it's hot or cold, like the numbers get closer together. How could that be? A valid scale. The numbers get closer together. You mean on your thermometer? Yeah, like when you're talking about the conversion, there's not. It's not equal throughout. I don't know anything about that. That's can that's, we? What I'm really saying is, can we trust these climate scientists who are threatening oh us? Oh my with, god! What a stretch! <laughs> wow. wow. One point five C. Come on. 
78 degrees on Thanksgiving in California. It's not a big deal. No, it was fine. It was good, good weather. Nice, nice weather. Little, very windy. On yeah, Thanksgiving, that's terrible. So, which is, you know, as a fumigator, that's is, always my thing. Is that more climate related nonsense? No, uh-uh. I remember. Fuck, I don't know. Quite a long time ago, having Thanksgiving dinner, getting a call from someone that that worked for me on Thanksgiving in El Segundo, saying, "Hey." Um, it's windier in hell up here and me leaving the table and driving to El Segundo and spending the rest of Thanksgiving day on a roof, trying to keep tarps on a building. It was, and that was the last time that I never scheduled another job or put in a job that would go over Thanksgiving after that day. Because the feast takes the priority. Yeah. I'm like, fuck this. I'm not, I'm never leaving my Thanksgiving (laughs) dinner to go do this shit again. Yeah. Why would you? That was a long time ago. I just stopped scheduling that stuff. Um, my partner would ask me, is there nothing going in over Thanksgiving? Yeah, nobody called. I don't know. Yeah, it's slow. People it's, are on vacation, yeah, enjoying no, their families. What can I say? doing it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the business is dead. I just lied. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so what's, I mean, a couple weeks ago you asked me, are we, are we tired? Are the listeners tired of talking about COVID? And I told you the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. But, of course, we have you know more bad news over the weekend about Whatever the hell this new variant is, it's called Omicron. I was saying it wrong all weekend. I was saying Omicron. Omicron, yeah. Uh, now I'm going to forget if we say that to Omicron. I think is what it is. I asked Siri on the way here, but the instead of telling me why it's named Omicron, it, it she told me there was some. I found this on the web. I'm like, read it to me, you lazy bitch. She's like, <laughs> Uh, I can't do that, and I can't read it while I'm driving, so I still don't know why. There is a reason, I guess, but it seems like an odd name. Right? It is. I, I yeah. thought it was the next. I thought that was the next sequel to the Avengers. Um, you would know because you're following all the comic book yeah, stories. Yeah, Omicron. You know what was the I mean, age of Ultron? The age of Ultron. The age of Omicron. <laughs> like, why not choose a name that doesn't sound less superhero-y? Yeah, I know. Why not but, just call it the? Uh, COVID-3 or something. I don't know, dude. It's uh, it's coming from your favorite place. Well, it's not, and that's the thing. It's uh, there's it's such th- No, it's absolutely not. And there's such a knee-jerk reaction to everything COVID. And this really is at the heart of what I always complain about is that we've lost our fucking collective minds with how to handle problems, how to navigate problems. And yeah. you go all the way back to maybe our very first podcast when I – Gave you the example of the airplane pilot who was trying to salvage the crashing plane. Well, we're flying the plane. We're not well, we'll sh- see. We're we'll see. Uncle down. Uncle Joe was on the news. Well, we are. We're shutting down travel from South Africa. And Which seems like a good idea. Sort of, but here's the thing. And, and I don't know if you saw this angle of the story, but ironically, earlier this morning, I had a business meeting with my friends and associates in right. South Africa. Right. They're all kind of pissed off and feeling like, now, mind you, these aren't- They're being punished. These aren't representatives in the South African government. You know, these are my business associates. <laughs> but they're kind of, they told me that uh, that South Africa intends to file a, a dispute with the who, with who uh-huh. World Health Organization, because they're saying, hey, look, we identified it because we actually have a, you know- A very robust identification. They program. do, which, which I learned this morning that that is- decades old that stems from tuberculosis and so for the last you know three decades they've been investing heavily in what is it virology is that what it's yeah. called yeah oh you're breaking shit in the studio Whoa, what's, what the fuck? and so they're they're saying hey we of course are testing all these strains uh and and you know we have all this technology to do this so we've identified this variant 
And just because we've identified it doesn't mean that it originated in South Africa. And just in the 24 to 48 hours that we've known about it, it's made its way on flights to, what, Amsterdam? Uh, I heard the Germany. list. Germany. It's a, it's a list of five countries. Our buddy Fauci is already saying, hey, it's probably already here in the U.S. Yeah, this is in Canada. Yeah, so that's basically the U.S. Yeah. I mean, Canadians want to be in the U.S. Right. <laughs> so, I don't know. The whole point is, number one, we don't know what the hell it is or if it's going to do anything. The concern, because I was way into the weeds on this, the concern is the number of mutations in the spike protein is like, the last I read was like 50, whatever yeah. the fuck that means, compared to the delta was maybe 10. And so, on paper or in a lab, it looks like worse, worse but we don't know the health effects of it. And that's the real issue. So you had the governor of New York, the state of New York, who's – is she like a temporary – Oh, the governor. I yeah. saw something about the Blasio being on, the mayor. The mayor of, of Manhattan. Yeah. But the governor of New York, she's the one that took over for Cuomo when yeah. he had to you know, lick his wounds and get the hell out. Yeah. And she issued a state of emergency upon hearing the news of the age of Omicron. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck are we doing? We're just hearing about this. We don't know anything about it. There's no known cases in the U.S. Well, and you're I, issuing a state of emergency, I which... Think, I would think it's likely it, that the first place it comes in here is New York. That would be... I don't think that would be hard to, to imagine with the amount of travel. It could already be here. Well, it could already be here. But here's the thing. If you're, if you're fully vaccinated and you've got your booster, you have nothing to really worry about, right? I mean, they don't really know much about it at this point but but with that much um especially if you had the booster your your antibody stuff you know the booster works really fast because it doesn't take no six weeks yeah. or something because you've already got fact. antibodies yeah so your body's familiar with it so any boosters going forward are very fast acting and so if you've already done what uh everybody with a brain says you should have done you really don't have much to worry about for those people that are not fully vaccinated or not vaccinated at all, yeah, well, you've got shit to worry about. And and so do we. Because of you, it's likely to spread faster than it would otherwise. So thanks again for that uh, <laughs> to all you knuckleheads that aren't vaccinated. So, the you know, the other part of this story is it's kind of more of the same as you look around the globe. They were telling me, the South Africans were telling me this morning that um, – their president, uh, Ramaphosa, when he gives an address, for some reason he chooses like Sunday evenings around 8 o'clock and they call it a family gathering. Cool. So it's usually like, oh, you know, let the weekend go by before I give you the bad news at 8 o'clock on Sunday. Right. <laughs> but they said that for the first time he kind of was floating the idea about a, a national mandate for vaccines. And, of course, you know, there's, you know, what people are going to do about that. But my sense is what I, what I told them this morning is you saw what happened here in the U.S. You see what happens in other places around the world, people protesting lockdowns and vaccine mandates. I suspect that it'll be similar for South Africa, you know, that you, 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 you draw that line in the sand and we'll see what happens. But their country is unique in the sense that they their vaccinated percentages are much lower, but that's not a feature of that it was fully available and people didn't get it. It just wasn't readily available, it wasn't ready available. like it was here in the right. U.S. So right. this whole fucking thing makes me mental, as you know. Well, it's unfortunate. I mean, I think that one of the problems, the reasons why it makes a lot of people mental is that, um, you know, I think everybody 
has looked at this as a passing thing, and it's not. It's not really a passing thing, right? I mean, these viruses are coming, and they're here, and, you know, the the decision not to deal with them to the best of our ability is just idiotic. Uh, I don't care who's making it. And um, I don't know what else to say. I, I thought of you. There was a story in the news about this dude who – I don't know where it was, but he – he went to a COVID party to get COVID, to intentionally get COVID so he could build up his antibodies and not get the vaccine. And he, he went to the party and he did get COVID, but then he also died. Yeah. <laughs> so That worked pretty good. Yeah, half the plan worked pretty good. Um, well, I mean, this is some of the shit you hear um, if you bother to ask anybody the question. I mean, I'm past the point of asking people why they're not getting vaccinated because the answers are – Idiotic. But you are you allowed to talk about this, which you were telling me before about you're hosting a wedding at your house? No, it's a since the wedding took place in up north, Northern California, um, there's a substantial part of the uh, the groom's parents family that was not able to attend because this is too far away. And um, so we're going to have a reception at our house for. I think the only members of the of the uh, bride's family that are coming will be the bride and I think her parents, I believe. Um, to the best of my knowledge, none of them were vaccinated. And so um, I would assume that, um, that neither of them are vaccinated. And I know that Debbie's brother isn't vaccinated, so, or nor is his, nor his wife, uh, Nancy. So, I mean. So that's like all of your guests. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't uh, – so it's going to be a fair amount of – it will be our family. Not many of us or none of us went up there. Um, so whoever whoever that is and then and then um, some of uh, um, the mother of the groom, her family. And that's fine. I, I don't – I'm not worried about it. I'm fully vaccinated. I'm not planning on – getting in anybody's airspace, uh, particularly, I don't want to make a huge deal out of it. Um, but you just know this because of talking to people, but you haven't asked, that's not part of your deal to ask them if they're vaccinated. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, uh, Debbie has, I know through without asking, I already know through social media that, that the, the bride and groom, so the, the bride and her family, I don't do. I don't believe her vaccinated. I don't know. I know for her, she's she posts anti-vax stuff. So does everything fit neatly in a package? Like, are they also wearing "Let's Go Brandon" T-shirts and all that sort of thing? Not to my knowledge. Is that, did I get <laughs> yeah, not to my knowledge? Um, do believe there? You know, there's a lot of uh, these are a lot of. Uh, I, I do believe that this family has a fair amount of police officers in it, so there's all of that stuff going on. So. You've got, you've got, uh, you know, it's just not, you know, and Debbie, and then, you know, we've talked about this, Debbie's brothers, you know, big time Trump and right wing, you know, conservative type supporters. So it's all kind of a package. I, I just, for me, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, uh, I don't care about their politics, any of them, right? That doesn't matter to me. I, I think, you know, I mean, I care as far as, I mean, if they want to talk about it, we can talk about it. If they don't want to talk about it, I don't want to make a fight out of it. And um, it doesn't offend me or anything. I've already figured out why some people are so 
thoroughly misguided. But um, you have know. you figured it out? Yeah. <laughs> well, did you see who is this other guy in the news? Is it Michael Cohen? He's now another guy on record saying he does not believe Trump is going to run in twenty four. Michael Cohen, the ex lawyer. I think I think I got that right. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that, but I have heard some. Stories. I try to give you illustrations of every time I I hear <laughs> of somebody else in the Trump camp or the former Trump camp who says he's not going to run, so that you yeah. calm down a little bit. <laughs> well, you know. Um, that's good. That's good. I don't think he's going to run either. I've heard the stories of, uh, you know, of course, Michael Cohen is in no way close to him, but he might be getting, he might have some sources that give him valuable news. Um, yeah, I, I think it would be a horrible mistake for him to run, but, uh, haven't really settled on any idea, you know, DeSantis. I mean, I, I might have to go to Florida. <laughs> you'd move to florida register to vote just to vote against just DeSantis. To vote against him, yeah <laughs> um i don't know that's a horrible horrible but you know what like i said before do you really think desantis is horrible i don't know much about oh, him he's a fucking idiot i mean i'm being honest now yeah, i don't know anything about him other than the big bullet points you see in the news and of course he's the governor of a big red state in florida so in general he's his viewpoints are at least against the the corporate media's left-wing narrative of what you hear but but i don't really know much about him Mm. well i mean like and let me let me expand further yeah oftentimes you will describe these uh politicians of yours as not just the things that they do but you know they're they're fuckheads they're sycophants well only when it's true (laughs) yeah and you you like to it's true yeah expand on the narrative so but do you know anything about this guy personally Oh, uh, no, not really. I mean, his performance as governor has been pretty pathetic so far. And he makes it a full-on practice to do whatever the opposite of good common sense is regarding COVID-19. He wants to do exactly the opposite. That's See, I his, agree with him on that, that's though. That's his brand. Well, um, <clears throat> but you don't get the impression he's a lone wolf in Florida, right? You get the impression that that's kind of the opinion of the Floridians? He is just giving the far right wing of the Republican Party, a big blowjob. That's all he's doing. I have no idea what he thinks about anything, really, because nobody can. Um, all he's doing, all he's doing by being governor is auditioning to run for president. Could be. For I mean, the far right wing of the, of the, you know, the conservatives. Proven to be a pretty good uh, route to the presidency in yeah, the past. I guess. Um, but, you know, for me, like, here's why I asked that question. We have had a lot of Floridian Former governor's president. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Way. But they have they've run though. Oh, you mean you mean sucking up to the far right wing of the party to get to be president? Yeah, well, right now that's the because way. that's. I mean, how many options do you, you have? You have to out Trump Trump now to to think you have a shot at at you know being the the guy that runs for president. But let me give you another example. Um, let me think of a name. Uh, how about a guy like Romney? It, you know, again, I don't know much about him, but. You know, lately we've talked about him because he has been a guy who appears to be willing to go against the grain on the Trump side. So is he a guy that you think is like a terrible human or you just don't like most of his politics? You know, Romney in particular, I I don't think he's a terrible human. I don't agree with most of his basic politics, but he's he he's against the Trump clan. You know, on almost all the issues that count. I mean, he's, but he's a, you know, he's an old time Republican. So 
I have some, you know, I wasn't a fan of his when he ran, but I, I've seen a lot of stuff about him in the, you know, since mostly his appearances on uh, um, Jay Leno's Garage turned turn the tide for me. I think he's an okay guy. <laughs> what does he have? What, what are his cars? Uh, was he on there because he had cars? I don't think so. Um, that's a great show. If you have, you never watched. I it? mean, I've seen a little bit of yeah, it. So what? It. The, these, it's on your favorite channel. These guys, it's CNBC. Yeah, it's on CNBC. They go to his garage, <clears throat> and he he takes people around in various cars. Yeah, they and they come up with other things. That's that's just that's one storyline out of a bunch. I mean, a lot of it takes place. Little, very little of it takes place in the garage. For, you know. A lot of times he supplies cars, gets other people's supplies cars. They do a lot of different stuff. And he does have people, famous people on that have cool cars and stuff like that. But I'm trying to think what why Romney was on there. But it was a good— Do they talk politics? Um, no. Because Jay Leno has kind of—he's not really a political guy, really. is he? No. Really. I mean, he, if he was a former late-night host and, like, all these late-night guys— Down the middle. Well, you and then you mostly left because you got to crack jokes in your monologue, right? But you you, you take shots at everybody, I guess. Yeah, I I think my funniest thing I recently watched the uh, thing I think it's CNN, not I can't remember which one of the or one of the streaming things, history of late night, and uh, it was awesome. It goes all the way back to Steve Allen and even before him for the Tonight Show, right? And then through everything up to the present day, and <clears throat> I had forgotten about this, but. Um, when Trump ran for president, uh, Jimmy Fallon had him on because it was kind of what you did, yeah. right? Every every late night host would have the, the 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 presidential candidates on the show, right? And uh, uh, they didn't have the sitting president because by the time you're the sitting president, you're too fucking busy. Yeah, and shit. they don't give a fuck. Yeah, and so um, he had Trump on, and um, he kind of he kind of dildo the whole thing jimmy or trump well no jimmy and and uh because he's not good at that kind of stuff and so his big thing was can i ruffle your hair you know like physically can i rub my yeah, fingers can through I reach your hair? across from yeah the i think i remember hearing that muss up your hair hey we don't need anybody trying to display the some human side from trump first off there is none and second <laughs> Who needs that? I mean, we all knew he, what he was before he won. So uh, thanks for the help. But, but you no know thanks. me. Thanks. You know me. No I thanks. like that. I like more exposure to these people so you can <laughs> see who they are. But I'm trying. What well, angle? You can certainly see what a shitty hairdo. Yes, yeah, that was no evidence. So. But what angle would a Romney have on Jay Leno's garage? Like the other show I was thinking of. Do you know this? Uh, and I don't even know if they do it anymore. But Jerry Seinfeld's comedian in cars getting coffee comedians in cars it's hilarious just like everything yeah, jerry does right. but he would like pick a car first name basis huh? yes me and jerry yeah we spent some time <laughs> together in new york <laughs> but oh, yeah, he, he yeah. would pick a car that you know he wanted to show off to that particular personality or that he thought it reminded him of them were they his cars uh Seinfeld? i don't think so no just maybe some car. of them but but not all I mean, of them. he could get any car he wanted anything just, he wants yeah and so then uh you take him around, and then you know they would talk about whatever. But yeah. you know they let their guard down a little bit. But I can't see Romney letting his guard uh, down. No, no. You know he was he took the stick out of his butt, and um, he uh, I think he was I think he was there loosely in support of some charity or something. I mean, Leno does a lot of that. The show does a bunch of that. Yeah, it's a write off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think he was there for something like that. I don't know that he he might have a car of some note. I can't remember. 
Um, I don't remember what they did. I have to look it up. I'm sure it's on YouTube or something. Yeah, like Romney on uh, Jay Leno's garage. But go go back to Desantis for a minute. Yeah. Um, in, in what I'm thinking, going to be your guy. Is that why? You're... No, no. But I will, I will give him a fair shake. Ugh. But I also won't. You know me. I'm not. Uh, if if the Democrats are poison, which they are. And if the candidate who, if it's not Biden, if it's somebody else, if they're just completely deplorable, it doesn't mean I go to the right, like I did in last election. Right, I right. voted for Jorgensen. But on the DeSantis you thing. You go to the nether. No, it's not. That movement is growing, my friend. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. In your so, lifetime. So you, is my jock itch. But <laughs> you don't want to be president. You may see this. You may see a shift finally away from the dreaded two-party system. You're going to have yeah, to embrace the it. The what? The Yang Gang. <laughs> well, could be right. Right. I mean, uh, the and Ford I, Party, and I'm okay with that. And if if uh, God, what did I see? Something else. This was, uh, I think, on Twitter. Somebody posted a picture of Hitler and said, uh, "If Hitler ran as a Republican and Stalin he ran, be right and, enough." And no, right no. Enough. If Hitler ran as a Republican and Stalin ran as a Democrat, one of them would be elected. ridiculous but it's kind of not it's kind of not because we had a corpse and we had trump you know this last election enough said and one of those guys got elected and i in in hindsight of course i've you know come to the defense of biden he's not as corpsey or as terrible as as certainly trump but goddamn that was those were not two of our best choices uh, yeah, I think I, I could agree with that for a note of agreement here. Um, <laughs> I could agree with that. Not two of our best choices. Um, Where do you think DeSantis is on the Texas abortion ban? I'm sure he's in favor of it. You think? Yeah. See, that would be a deal breaker for me. Picked up a little information. The Texas law, the six-week yeah. ban, is in limbo at the Supreme Court. Um, they and And while they don't weigh in on it, um, that lock is in effect in Texas. So that's a very Texas specific thing. And right. we, we, I think that people, I think people that follow the courts and things like this, um, they, I think that they think in the long run, eventually this Supreme Court will probably move against the Texas law because of the way they're trying to game the Supreme Court with the, the, the lack makes of state all the sense in the right? world. So I think that the, the court, right, you know, regardless of whether they're right leaning or left leaning, and they are right leaning, will not be in favor of, of having their, you know, authority uh, played with in this manner by one of the states. The Mississippi law is a different story. That's a, uh, that is a 15 week ban right, which would move the goalpost back to 15 from 28 weeks. Which so, is the standard in Roe v. Wade. Right. And so... Um, How many weeks do you have total? More, I forget. Huh? 36, 38? Who? What? Uh, pregnancy weeks? Oh, I don't know. Nine months, right? Yeah, what is that in weeks? 30-something, <laughs> I think. <laughs> nine times... <laughs> nine times... Nine times uh, 30? Three times nine? 200? I don't know. I'm lost. <laughs> days. That's days. Um uh, so 28 weeks would be the Roe versus Wade standard, right? You can't make any, you know, be, be, prior to 28 weeks elapsing, it's between a woman and a doctor. And that's the standard set by Roe versus Wade. And, of course, the Mississippi law is a direct challenge to that, not specific to Mississippi. How is the Mississippi one different from Texas? 
Well, they're just simply moving. They're going to take the goalpost and move it back from Roe versus Wade from 28 weeks to 15 oh, so they're, they're, arbitrarily. They're essentially – those two states are attempting to do the exact same thing. The only difference is the, the, the timeline and the weeks. Yeah, well, there's no there's – no, there, there's no public bounty component in the Mississippi. So what's what's the time? That's a Texas thing, yeah, right? right. And, and that's why, no matter what happens in Texas, that may not affect the rest of the states. But we we who knows? I mean, here's the thing: if they don't strike down the 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 process involved in the Texas law, um, then that bodes badly for any number of constitutionally protected rights, right? Civil rights, many, many different things. So, but in Mississippi, this is strictly a law that's going to move the, arbitrarily move the, the goalposts back to, to 15 weeks. And we, you know, I think everybody hopes that, that that is struck down by the Supreme Court. That'll have a, the, the, the that will have a bigger effect, more, more likely negative effect on Roe versus Wade's countrywide. Okay, so <clears throat> if I understand this correctly. But we won't hear about it. They're taking that up today or something or this week or something. On Texas or Mississippi? Mississippi. But we won't hear we won't hear the results till the end of next June. June 23. Isn't June, that? No. June 22. Yeah, so six months or seven months, something yeah. like that. So, so here, the, the Texas thing, as I understand it, and as you explained it to me at the time, they did the state of texas did not outlaw abortions quote unquote but they made it so that uh everybody had every citizen had legal standing to file a lawsuit against people who got abortions in the state which was their attempt to skirt roe v wade correct they 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 made it illegal to have an abortion after 6 weeks but they but they have no state enforcement component to that law uh, instead they have a bounty for citizens to file lawsuits for any number of people involved with an abortion that takes place um, after six weeks and the thinking is all those people deserve legal standing because they are being deprived of a child of jesus that could help you know benefit their society something like that. i'm sure somebody thinks of it that way <laughs> Sure. So is, is is Mississippi the same then, or did they did they effectively do the same thing? Where you said they didn't give the citizens legal standing? No, they want to. So. They they would enforce it. Yeah, they're not they're not fooling around with the the citizen enforcement part of it. They want to make this a Mississippi state law. Mississippi saying, hey, in Mississippi, an abortion uh, after fifteen weeks is illegal. Period. Which no is in direct conflict with Roe v. Right. Wade, which is the right. law of the land because it was ruled on by the Supreme Court right. in 78? Yeah, the Roe versus Wade says that, that no state can make a law that will impact the, the legality of abortion prior to 28 weeks. So how do we even – I mean, this seems kind of cut and dry. It's, well, if they don't strike it down, if the if the – if the Supreme Court does not stop them from doing this, then every state that wants to stop abortion will have a way to do it. So when the Texas thing first came out, I asked you at the time, uh, is the Supreme Court hearing it? And there was a whole announcement that they weren't going to make an opinion on it. But is it now going to be argued before the Supreme Court? Is that what you're saying? Um, it's it's not. I don't know. It's not in the queue that I know of at this time. 
So I, I don't know the exact status of it, but it's not it's not imminent that they're going to deal with it so soon. Well, what? So what's the June of twenty two? That's Mississippi. That's the Mississippi. They're gonna. These they fucking are gonna, states. They're, they're gonna take me. that case up and they are gonna adjudicate it, and we will hear their verdict in June of next year. The Supreme Court of the state yeah. of Mississippi. No, the Supreme Court. And if they rule, state of Mississippi already passed a law, and so, it's been it's been stopped since two thousand eighteen. Got it. Waiting to be handled by the Supreme Court. <clears throat> and so if and when the Supreme Court rules against the state of Mississippi, then lower courts, right? Lower courts, <clears throat> lower courts put a stay or whatever you want to call it on that on the Mississippi law. And they, they say, hey, you can't do this. You're not going to do this. And so Mississippi has taken it to the Supreme Court. Got it. Right. So I don't know. We haven't had a wager on this show in a long time, but Uh-oh. I think... I'm willing to to wager here that the Supreme Court will uphold Roe versus Wade, hmm. even with the quote unquote the conservative uh, for the Mississippi case. Both, yeah, I, I think in general they better separate them because they're not the same case. Well, I know they're not the same case, but they I could go two different ways. I do. I am willing to bet that the Supreme Court will ultimately uphold the current standing of Roe versus Wade, uh, which I would think. Uh, if if Mississippi is the the one and only state being heard, yeah. that would it would affect Texas and any other of these fuckhead states that are trying to do something stupid. Well, I mean, if <clears throat> excuse me, if uh, it would if they ruled on it today, right? If they made a final ruling on it and upheld it, it wouldn't affect the the Texas situation. That that law would still be in effect, and uh, abortion would be stopped would virtually have been stopped in texas um and that so the, the but it but it would be you know it would be stopped and i'm sorry <laughs> the the 15 week thing would not go into effect in mississippi and not likely any other states would then pursue that because the president the precedent is set there and um, but the pre- but it's a completely different situation in Texas because of this citizen bounty hunter component. Whole Th- this whole thing is just so foreign to me. It's I mean, bad news. That, that it is bad news. I, I mean, mean, regardless of what you think about, and frankly, it could be. I mean, and it will be if it's not struck down. This could be civil rights. This could be. This could be transgender issues, LBGT. This could be gay rights. This could be. I'm um, guessing Texas isn't a big fan of those rights. Yeah. <laughs> Do they have anti Texas uh, backwards? <laughs> See, that's the thing. It's just so frustrating because when it comes to you know pro business and and anti lockdowns, which are pro freedom, I'm all for it. And then they get into your personal lives with all this other shit. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, here's I just some can't bad stand news. it. Here's some bad news for your tendencies in that area, right? You don't get one without the other. You but don't. you can, and you will. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's through Yang's party. Maybe it's through the libertarians. Looking, it's coming, my friend. It's I'm looking coming. into your soul right now. <laughs> what do you see? Well, right now, just black. I, that's okay. <laughs> that's, that's that's the appropriate picture. That's not true. Um, yikes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I just... Uh, I don't know. I think the these issues are so distracting from r- truly important things. And, and when I say that, I don't mean that the 
the abortion issue or any number of these things aren't important. They're, they're certainly important. Uh, I don't know. For me, it's kind of a, are they as important as, I mean, we have such big issues to be trying to figure out, right? Um, That's why it's mind boggling because yeah, mind -boggling. there's so, there's so much, as you said, more important shit to deal with that you bump this to the top of the list. Well, I mean, what the fuck are we doing? Well, I mean, you know, while everybody was sitting back with their thumb in their ass, um, letting Trump continue to be president, he put in, you know, three um, of the most, you know, far right judges that the courts ever seen. Well, this is a I, this is a wild conspiracy theory. Are you suggesting that 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 Texas watched Trump put in these three conservative justices, and while that was happening, they said, "You know, here's our chance yes. to, to take yeah, no, the abortion that, rights away." That is not a conspiracy theory. <laughs> that is what's going on. But that's a big gamble because, again, oh, no, this is if a, I'm this, right, this, this is, is going to backfire against Texas. This is a Republican wide, a Republican Party wide strategy. It's not a conspiracy theory. Um, this is a, this is a, there are a couple of major Republican Party strategies at play on a nationwide basis. Repealing Roe versus Wade, making abortion basically illegal through multiple, multi-pronged attacks on it, as you're seeing in both Texas and Mississippi, and rolling back voter rights. In, in especially in red states. Those two things, neither one of those fucking things are conspiracy theories. They are actual things that are happening. Yeah, I know. But neither of those two things relate to one another. And neither of those no. two things are are really the most important thing that we need to be talking about. Well, what the on. fuck is wrong with these people? They are the only <clears throat> actual platform policies that the Republican Party has. So, yeah, they're the two most important things that, that are, other than those two things, Republicans have no other agendas. Here's the big failure is, and you've heard me say this before, the problem with government is that they are the problem. <laughs> government can't solve issues, but they all run on the platform that, hey, our ideas are going to make your lives better. So when the Republicans get up there and say, hey, we're going to take away abortion rights because that's going to make your life better. And we're going to redistrict and rezone and restrict voting rights because that's going to make your life better. Those two things don't equate. If, um, if the way people get elected is, is from going in front of the public and saying, we're going to do things that are going to make your life better, then it would be a slam dunk uh, every member of Congress, every member of Senate, every state legislature would be Democrat controlled. Yeah, that's not so. how people get elected. I mean, um, that's just not how it works. I mean, I know that Republicans, especially, and a lot of conservatives, and possibly you, think that that the the appeal for people to vote for Democratic candidates and Democratic policies are because they're huge giveaway programs to people, but that's actually not the case, right? Typically, the people make their decision on who they think is <laughs> who they think is moral and who they think isn't, right? And, and for a short term, I think a lot of people were convinced that 
you know, Democrats had immorally taken their white country away from them and were on a on a spree to do that and completely replace white people in this country. And that's that's why they all got on board to support Trump. And then for the few of those white people that didn't think that, that are not afraid of being replaced by Jews or blacks or, you know, brown people or whatever, then they were just convinced somehow that Trump represent in that movement represented somebody looking out for their best interests. And that's just all wrong. They were all wrong. They were all misled. They all through for out of a variety of, of, of reasons and tactics, you know, a lot of people have been misled over the last five, six years. And I'm not sure um, what the percentage would be of the population at this stage of the game. We know it was a solid 37% with another 10% coming and going, depending on how, how damaged they felt by <laughs> liberals in general. Um, but I think people are seeing what, what happened during the Trump time and who the Trump people are for what, what they are. I don't think they like it. And I don't think that, I think the number is shrinking down to the very hardcore part of that base at this point. We'll see. Um, elections are not won on on just that. Hey, we're I, we're going to do this and that for you. That's not what people. I, vote I on. disagree. I think there's a level, uh, certainly a big part of the morality factor and all that stuff that you spoke to. But at the end of the day, I do believe that's why people cast their vote for certain candidates because they believe that that is the person or the the party that will most positively benefit them. And we think about the the talk about the middle class. Mm -hmm. That's why for the Democrats, the target has always been the middle class. It's the largest class. It's not the rich. It's not the poor. Mm -hmm. That's the largest group of people that if they can convince that their lives will be better and, and you know, they're in good hands with the Democratic Party, that that group will vote for them. And so, I mean, I, I think at the but end of the that, day... Isn't that the group that put Trump in? Wasn't it the, the middle class? The middle class? class? Well, that, that's fragmented too, right? I mean, so the middle class is well, the, a very broad majority, straight statement. The majority of the middle class are white. I mean, that's just a simple fact because white people in this country are about 70% all told. Um, so uh, when you talk about any group, whites are always the biggest part of that group, yeah. especially in the past. May not always be yeah, like it's that changing, in the future. As we know. Might not always be like that in the future, right? But, um, but for sure, when you're talking about 2016 – the majority of the middle class were white people. There's other people in it, but the majority was white. And those are the people that voted Trump into office. But I, Yes, but I still don't think it's it's a, a, a racial bias in the sense that— well, wasn't So maybe you're right. I mean— Like look it, at Obama. Like he won his, his first uh, term anyway by, what, one of the largest margins ever. And, and of course, the middle class and white population all voted for him for good reasons. So, I mean, it wasn't— of course, there was the the sleeping the sleeper cell Trump agenda people who didn't want him in there. I don't know. I don't know if Obama got elected. I don't remember him being a populist and saying, "Hey, you're going to get this, that, and the other. We're going to give everybody everything they want." I just don't remember that. I remember, well, it was healthcare. Remember that was the big one. But that's that was huge. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, I don't know that that theory applies to something that that you know 
is should be a right, you know, in the first place, and and is simply a miss uh, a shortcoming of of the society at the time that it happens, right? So I mean, um, you know, hey, everybody, there's forty million un un uh, insured. uninsured. You know, and that's and I know we've had this conversation before, and I hundred percent agree with you. It's unfortunately there just is no other way to deliver healthcare other than through insurance companies at this point. There certainly could be, and there certainly should be. I agree with you hundred percent on that. If that's your still your current opinion, yeah. I do think we can get rid of religion overnight. Please let's try that. But getting rid of insurance companies overnight would be tough. <laughs> <laughs> it would be tougher. I think. Yes, it would. Um, and there's a few reasons for that, but so so you know these terms get mixed up. There were 40 million plus people not with no ability to receive health care, none, and or and, or to pay for it. Well, I mean, but really that translated for the bulk of those people into not receiving it. Sure, right. Some people, you know, that they don't chose have food over buying insurance. Absolutely, or, yeah, or they don't have they don't have insurance or food or money. And they don't they don't get services except on maybe some extreme emergency basis. But um, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about people that are able to go get a yearly checkup and keep an eye on their health and make this health decisions and receive health services that they should get as they go through life. That has nothing to do with insurance. So when we say, "Hey, there's 40 million uninsured," that may or may not be correct, but that does not speak to the issue. The the point is. In this society, there should be nobody that isn't covered by that that it does not receive that isn't entitled to receive health care, and it all should be delivered on an equal basis. Period. Yeah, and I don't disagree with that. But yeah. but go back. That was essentially what Obama was saying at the time, which is it, whether or not it. Right, it, but that's that's not him saying, "Hey, we're going to give everybody everything they want." That's 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 that is a, a long identified shortcoming in our society that that needed to be dealt with and he they dealt with it and it's still being dealt with. I don't think that's the same thing as uh, first off you're a hundred percent right. Trump and his ilk and and most of the the red states and the state governments these are Republicans telling people in those states that they are going to provide them things. And that's how they're getting elected. Uh, we're going to bring back jobs. We're going to bring back. Isn't that what Biden is saying? But though? they're not. But his, but his the problem his, is build back better. That's his slogan. Yeah, but but they're actually doing it. And you know, really, virtually nothing that the Republicans promised people in these states or uh, in that general election was delivered. No, I, I know for a fact there are at least 500 more coal miners that are back on the job in Pennsylvania. I'll give you that one. <laughs> I'll give you that one. I, but here's the thing. I, I think it ultimately moves with um, with time and what, what the, the hot button issues are with people. Um, and I firmly believe that the economy was the big one for Trump, which is why he ultimately lost, which was COVID-induced and the reaction to that. If And he certainly had nothing to do with the good economy sure that yeah. he had during any part of his presidency right that all came from obama well it didn't all come from obama but i think a big chunk of it came from i hate to say it but i have said it before i think a big chunk of it came from the fact that hillary didn't win which there was this fear factor about hillary 
being the president. I think if it was Hillary against pick another person, not Trump, and Hillary didn't win, I still think you would have had that positive effect. You mean on Hillary the didn't win against Obama. No, she didn't win against Trump. Oh, okay. But but I, I don't think I'm not saying Trump is the factor there. Well, I'm saying look, there was a fear about Hillary at the time. Let's look at the facts. Uh, the economy was completely broken and in shambles in 2008. Mm-hmm. Obama became president, and and Joe vice president and over eight years they brought back the biggest recovery in our history and that was good and that recovery continued having nothing whatsoever to do with the republicans who were spinning us into the highest national debt ever right during that time and then covid destroyed the economy i'm not saying that trump destroyed it but he certainly bears no responsibility for for the good part of it. I agree it, with that. Right? That's fair. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that has nothing to do with anything. And I think that... Um, but you know as well as I do, whoever is presiding over the office at the time ultimately takes responsibility whether or not they caused it or I not. I fully agree that, that the collapse of the economy during COVID um, uh, took him out of office. Right. No doubt about it. So... We agree on that. So. so we're happy that we have COVID and um, Marvel crons. <laughs> we can continue to keep him out. You know, Maybe that's the thing. Maybe COVID will be around until 2024 just so people won't reelect Trump. And then as soon as that election's over, it'll magically go away. Yeah, you know, I love that too, right? All that prediction, right, uh, from uh, all that prediction from Trump. I mean, it just goes to show you two things about Trump. If he, if when he wasn't, when he was saying things and he wasn't lying, um, then the other thing that was happening was he was saying shit he didn't know anything about, right? And so the the, the statement that, watch, if uh, Biden's elected, uh, COVID will magically go away. It's not magically going anywhere. It is here because it's what it is. And it's not, it's not a manufactured emergency by democrats it's not manufactured yeah, we'll by see. anybody it's still being manufactured emergency <laughs> he fucking cries oh my god did i ever did we i don't want to go back into covid never no. mind go ahead what what else is going on is there well, anything we, good yeah i don't know about good but we had some a uh, lot of trials in the news we had uh, some verdicts since yeah we, we should last touch met. base back on that i think uh mod arbery yeah uh, the the three <clears throat> white morons that went after him and killed him, especially the one that just went along so he could film the lynching. Um, I was very happy to see um, him. Get so you have more, you have same. more details since, cause I, you know, still hadn't seen that story the last time you uh, brought it up, but are you saying one dude joined the party with yeah. a camera just to film it? Yeah. So these, <coughs> so these two, this father and son, McMichael, I think is their name, something like that. Um, or McKnight or something, um, some real white name. <laughs> Don't be the, all anti-white. These now. two guys took these two guys took off uh, in their vehicle with their guns this after a Arbery, and and the this third white guy took off in another vehicle so he could film the pursuit and murder of Ahmad Arbery, and then and then. In the state of Georgia, in this city, the local authorities decided that there was really no crime here committed. 
that uh, these um, three people, especially the two that actually did it, um, had you know were justified, and you know it all made sense. And so they uh, weren't they arrested were at the for, time. No, seventy really? days went by, and in that time, uh, mounting public um, outrage over it uh, kept the pressure on, and then the idiot. <laughs> well, so he immediately turned over the 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 video of the whole thing to the authorities. They had that in their hands, right? And with that in their hands, they decided that there was nothing worth prosecuting here. No charges would be brought. Um, eventually, that video got leaked out to the public. What you've seen? Um, parts of it. What's they, it show? They don't show. Well, they show the whole chase, them going after Ahmaud Arbery, and then eventually, although they don't show this on TV, showed him being killed by these guys. And so... What's that? So this tape that this video that this guy made, so he could document, you know, this this lawful citizen's arrest, right? So here's the thing: they were operating under a law that was passed back in the 1800s that would allow um, white landowners in that area to capture runaway slaves and beat them to death or whatever they needed to do. And so that's where this law that they were operating that Who's was still they, in the, effect. These two guys that chased him down? Yeah. In this, well, so how does this whole thing relate to they were in a car then? I thought it was a foot chase. No, it wasn't a foot chase. They oh. they drove after what him in the vehicles. Fuck? Yeah, there's film of them in the But vehicle. Ahmad was on foot? Yeah, he was uh, He was jogging through the neighborhood. He had, he had gone into months before there was some video of him going into a, a vacant house that was under construction. Much as I did when I was a kid. I do it all the time. Yeah, just do you? <clears throat> yeah. If I, if I go to an area that there's new construction, I oh, walk in all the time. Yeah. yeah. See the floor plans. Yeah. So they use that as part of the evidence to in their defense. Well, you know, obviously he was in here trying to steal tools. Nothing was ever stolen from this property. And uh, nobody asked anybody to do anything. So at any rate, this was the law. This was the citizen's arrest thing that they were uh, an old slave law that they were still operating on in Georgia. It's just one of the many things you have to love about Georgia. And um, that's it. This tape got out. Uh, the prosecutor was removed from the prosecutor was removed from the case. It was handed off to another prosecutor who was primed to do the same shit. They took him off, and finally it got. You know, to the right, they're actually going to prosecute the original prosecutor for for not not doing his job, not 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 doing what he was supposed to do, and for some crimes he committed in, in, in doing that. So here's the bottom line: they convicted all three of these guys for anywhere between seven to ten homicide charges apiece, right? So. Explain this slave law again. This this can't be right. Of course, there's there's an 1800s law that says. Uh -huh. So basically, let me let me fast forward into modern yeah. times. Ahmad Arbery is a black guy jogging through a neighborhood in Georgia. Right. Therefore, he must be a slave because of this 1800 law. No, and anybody no. can track him down and kill him. No, he's not a slave. I know, but how does that tie into the slave? No, that no, can't it's even a be right. Citizens arrest. So listen, when they made laws like this back in the 1800s, they didn't put the word slave in them or anything but this citizens arrest law was put into effect in georgia whenever it was yeah. 1850 or something well, i believe you to enable slave owners to run down slaves and 
kill them or take them yeah. in or take them back or whatever they need to do. I believe you. But that's 1800 you said? Uh-huh. Okay, what are we up to now? 2021? 2021, yes. <laughs> so in 2021, how do you chase this guy down and kill him and then the prosecution can say, well, there's this law on the books from the 1800s there's that a, we're going to apply a c- here. citizen's arrest law. So the citizens are the ones saying, "Hey, we're we're enacting our arrest of this person yeah. based on this law." Yeah, hey, we. Think, but they didn't arrest him. We think this. They guy, killed him. Well, they killed him in the process of arresting him, and so the law says, "Hey, if you have to use deadly force and self-defense, um, you can't claim self-defense when you initiate the situation." Is that was that why the prosecutor was the initial guy that you mentioned? Is that why he was saying, "Hey, I didn't." prosecute them because they were enacting a citizen's arrest yeah, that was were, legal from this 1800s were, law? Yeah, what they were doing was legal under this under this statute. That's what, it was legal. <clears throat> okay, so there I got, was I not have, enough evidence. And without the video, there wouldn't have been enough yeah. evidence. But, so am I getting this wrong then to the, uh, if all three of those guys got the same sentence, that doesn't seem right to me. Not the same sentence. They, oh, they all didn't. got different. So okay. they, they all had... Multiple charges, different things. Uh, it was slightly different for the guy taking the film, but but they all got basically the same life sentences. They're, they they haven't been sentenced yet, but they're yeah. all basically were convicted of of excuse me multiple you know multiple homicide related offenses and other things like false imprisonment and stuff like that. Did the guy who shot the video turn it in immediately, or did he wait until there was a second prosecutor on the case? No, I think that he, that he gave that to the cops to document that everything that the other two guys did had been legal. So the day of the murder, he gave it to Yeah, him. I believe so. And did he not, I mean... They had that tape in their possession yeah. for over 75 days without charging these two guys. And it wasn't until that video was seen by the public, and the public said, what the fuck? Then they decided they needed to... Listen, the local authorities in Georgia were forced to do this by public outrage. Well, it's it's a shame left that to it, it own, took that. Yeah, yeah, left to their own devices, they never would have prosecuted these guys. Am I off base here? I guess uh, this, of course, isn't the biggest part of the story, but the guy who filmed it, what, did he, he, he... He was involved in the chase, too, or he just... He rode along behind them. Yeah. Videotaping. Was he, did them. he know them? Yeah. Oh, he knew them. Yeah, okay. they're all friends. Okay, got it. So and he But we're not saying anybody who films something like this is also liable. Like uh, like anybody. Well, I guess it depends what your intent is, right? Yeah. He went with them and and then watched them murder them. Right. And that's illegal. That's depraved indifference. But in this world of cell phones, I mean every Especially now, in the last couple of years, you know, well, pick, pick a time, you know, call it, you know, since George Floyd. But you got to think every every contact with police, every contact with police is going to have a cell phone out on it, filming it. Right, but but then it'll come down to the like someone filmed the 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 murder of George Floyd. Multiple right? people, I think, right, and none yeah. of them were prosecuted, right, right, because you know there there are facts involved in it, right, so. When you write along with the the sole purpose to document the legality of the of what's happening, yeah, that's pretty batshit crazy. Yeah, I mean, so, um, so just a terrible thing. And I think the worst of it is. So the good news is that the legal system worked. The bad news is it it didn't necessarily it 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 probably would not have worked if the if somebody in in that police department did not leak that video. Illegally, out can't you to the get public. it anyway through Freedom of Information? I would think at some point it would come out. 
Uh, I don't know. I mean, you first you have to know about it first, right? Yeah. How would anybody on the outside know there was a video? So you're saying that somebody within the department said, "Hey, this needs to be seen by yeah. the public." And yeah, it was it wasn't put out by the the department. Somebody leaked the video to the press. It sounds like that prosecutor needs to be prosecuted. The, Did they arrest him? The first the, guy. The first who, one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's 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 going to trial. I believe he's in jail. So or on bail or something. So I assume they're going to change this law, or was it's, that just it, some cockamamie? Already, it's already been repealed. The eighteen right? hundreds law, yeah, that happened almost immediately. But you would not be you you. They still had to prove that these guys were not in compliance with that statute either, right? They, so what part of this trial was to show that these guys were not? They did not kill Maud Arbery in the lawful exercise of a citizen's arrest which they as were defined in the statute legally allowed to do right and so fortunately the video in the case that the prosecute and this was a very uh, what they ended up here was a very capable prosecution very different from the um knuckleheads that were involved in the kyle rittenhouse yeah i got thoughts trial. on that too yeah so so what was the defense of these guys Self-defense. But you said that they initiated— This unarmed black man yeah. was was a likely to be able to he was kill jogging. them with his fists. That, no, that's literally what they said. It, 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 this, that this, this but there black, was no contact. There was no altercation until they initiated it. Well, they—yes, they, they, <laughs> exactly. <You> can't, <laughs> Come on. Okay, so let's say that there was—because let's say there was— no invocation of this uh, citizen's arrest law. And they just happened to drive up on a Mod Arbery and shoot him with their rifles um, or whatever they used uh, while this other guy filmed it. Um, then then claim self-defense. So right off the bat, that, that self-defense would be thrown out because you can't claim self-defense if you initiate the, the situation of put you in jeopardy right would you ever if you actually saw somebody breaking into a house or breaking into a car i don't know maybe that's a better example would you stop and say something to him if it wasn't your car of course Man, probably depends how close <laughs> i was <to> it. <laughs> i mean if you're at a red light or something or a stop sign and you look over and there's a car parked and you see somebody with a bat or or an elbow elbow the the glass and break in would you say something to him uh, i'd say something to the police you just drive away and call nine one one. Well, I don't know that I would drive away, but I would call the cops. I mean, am I going to jump out and try to stop the guy from breaking into the car? Probably not. I might yell at him or something, as long as I feel like far enough away I can drive out of. <laughs> I mean, who knows, right? I mean, uh, I've been in some situations over the years where I, you know, said or did something that I regretted after the fact. Like, Ooh, why? Why did I do that? I don't care. Some of those we've documented. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> recently. Some more uh, legitimate situations. Um, yeah. So there's that one. So um, that uh, all's in all uh, all's well that ends well in the Ahmad that, that one always situation. seemed cut and dry to me. That well, here's the thing. Let's hope that that it sends a message to the rest of the white knucklehead vigilantes wannabe dipshits in the South. That you know you can't get away with that. You, you're not necessarily going to get away with it. Just you being white and running down a black guy and killing him, lynching, virtually lynching him on the street. You can't. What they do? Physically tackle him to the know. ground? I don't know. 
Because really did they hit know. him with the car? No, <laughs> they shot him with guns out of the car window. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen the. They don't show that part of the video. That's just wild to me, though. Yeah, I don't know. This guy's yeah. running down the street. You know, joggers. You know how fast joggers run. Well, I mean, he, I mean, it's not. He's, he he's has not a some, speeding bull. He has some athletic uh, history too. So, well, I he's not. What, listen, there's only one knew, Usain Bolt. Well, I think once he knew he was being chased, he he ran. Yeah, right? pick up the pace a little bit. So they're like, hey, you know, the black guy ran, so we shot him. That's, God, that's fucking crazy. Well. You know, I get it. You're sheltered. You don't. You don't get. It. <laughs> it's crazy to me on so many levels because I mean, if 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 this is the implication, and and maybe it's beyond an implication, would they have done that? Or were they looking for a black guy to kill? I guess is what I'm trying to say. I don't know. Were or, they? Or, or or were did they literally believe? Hey, this guy is a criminal be- because he's black, or because we saw him come out of this house, and therefore we must act in our capacity of good citizens of this city. You know, so there's a lot of nuance there. All of it's fucked up. You know, it's like, what the fuck are they doing? There were some burglaries in the area that, so they, what? that they knew about. And uh, they saw this black guy running through the neighborhood and decided that he was probably the one doing the burglaries. And so they were going to make a citizen's arrest. And had he come along quietly, right, they wouldn't have killed him. But maybe. that's what I mean. Like, why is it their job to insert themselves is the word well, I use, and same with Rittenhouse. But why is it their jobs to insert themselves in this situation? Because Whether or they not, live in a state that has some stupid. Yeah. Did do you really think? Do you law? really think that they were thinking that at the time, or was that their defense after the fact? I think that they. You think these I, fucking guys know anything about the? I 1800s? think these three guys are three white guys that saw a black How guy running through their neighborhood. Well, the one's a father, and the other guy's middle aged, so they're not young. And well, what's the difference between a father and a middle age? Well, no, no. One is middle aged, and the <laughs> yeah. other is that guy's father. So okay, so one's they're like, all yeah. And the, what's the middle age guy. to you? <laughs> Your age. <dude. laughs> Thank you. Um. Uh. So uh, I think that they. I think that they're a product of their environment. I think that if you're, if you're a white guy in Georgia, you probably don't think that black people's lives have the same value. And, and that's because that's the that's the culture you're brought up in, right? Because hey, I, I, I mean, that's, guess what they you know, they used to have slaves in that neighborhood, yeah. right? Yeah, that, I mean, that's that's uh, that's what I'm asking is, and I don't know, and maybe we'll never know, but is that their mentality? Like, here's our chance to strike. Uh, what's their mentality? Yeah, of course. What's their mentality? Fucking Confederate flag. Yeah, but we don't know. I mean, I don't. Shits. I'm not willing well, to say all white people in the South are racist. Maybe they did. Maybe they called their guy on the CB and they're having their flag out the window. Perhaps. Hey, uh, Wilbur, get in your car and <laughs> film this. We're gonna go chase down this nigger. That's uh, what they thought. Was the guy's name Wilbur? No, I don't know. Uh, but uh, that one always seemed to me like there's absolutely nothing we can learn here from a defense perspective that can in any way, shape, or form justify this then or any time in the future. And as more of the facts Just, came justify out. Justify what? What these guys did. Like, to me. Of course not. There's nothing that can justify that. Of, that's what I'm saying. It like, was it's, a fucking lynching. I get it. And I, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> what I'm saying is it's just so crazy that this is a thing that that these guys did and felt there was some excuse for it. Well, I mean, I think that that's the part of. It goes back to your point. It's either right or it's wrong. <laughs> I mean, you know, this is these these are the same people that that 
that Trump at one point said, you know, hey, there are very fine people on both sides of the Charleston thing. These are the assholes on the other side of the Charleston thing, which so that also were they a part of that? That also that trial also they got like nine of those people that participated in that on the the very fine people on the Nazi side of yeah. that. They got hit with like nine million dollars in in fines or restitution or something. They don't have nine million dollars. Well, hopefully this will mean they'll never have anything. Okay. And um, and they'll commit some crimes to get some money and end up in prison where they'll be somebody's bitch. That'll be good. <laughs> so on the Rittenhouse thing, yeah, that's that the complete opposite of this outcome. But you know that's a little bit more. I say nuanced because I personally, I I had more information on that story. I was following it more. Maybe yeah. it was because there was cameras in the courtroom. Of course, uh, people by by now know that he was acquitted on all counts, and. We, I had asked you that question, you know, what's the charge? And, and this is the nuance in it. If I understand it correctly, there's like several charges. For Rittenhouse? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. like I've said from the very beginning, the dude should never have been there. It all starts with that, you know, and there's a lot of bullshit in between. Whether his, I don't know if his mom drove him there. She did. The mom should have been the parent in the situation. I mean, my kids are young. They ask me for shit all the time, and I tell them no. He was 17, I think. Yeah, and as a parent, you spend your entire parenting life telling your kids no. Everything is no. Everything's down. Sit down. Well, Quiet down. I, I mean, I've seen her on TV. <laughs> I heard her speak. She appears to be witless. So, Is she of sound mental capacity? Do we need to get... What is that noise? I don't know. I don't hear okay. it. Um uh, it just sounds like an explosion. Don't worry about it. <laughs> the building's burning down, but we're going to continue on. Smoke's not in here yet. So, <laughs> um, uh, she seems um, like a product of of. Uh, I mean, you know, look. No offense to uh, Debbie's sister that lives in uh, Wisconsin, but in general, the people in that area seem to be fucking stupid. So. Um, you know, I think that she is, she should be liable too, but he's not liable, so I can't imagine she's liable for anything. <clears throat> here, I, I'm going to show it. I took this yeah, picture. She looks just like him. No, but look here. I'm going to read you this. I don't know if this okay. is right, but I, I took a screenshot yeah. of this because. Th yeah, this, this is a Kyle Rittenhouse you show me. Here. Yeah, the Rittenhouse charges. So Go ahead, read it, if this is correct, he was charged for first degree intentional homicide. Guilty. Well, he was found not guilty on all of these. Attempted first-degree intentional homicide. Guilty. First-degree reckless homicide. Guilty. First-degree recklessly endangering safety. And another charge of first-degree recklessly endangering safety, I'm yeah. guessing because there was two people. But if you look at that, I could see why some of these are wrong and some of them are right. Like, first-degree intentional homicide, is that the argument because he drove, he went there? Like, if he didn't go there... It wouldn't have been first degree, but did he go there intentionally trying to kill somebody? I guess they don't feel he did. Right. And so they could have, I guess, I'm asking you, they could have found him guilty on some of these, right? It wasn't an all or nothing case. Well, I think his defense for everything was self-defense. Right. And you talked about a video that you had seen where uh, the one of the victims anyway was chasing him. Mm -hmm. He wasn't in his fatigues as we, we thought maybe he had been military gear, but he skated the, uh, 
semi-automatic yeah assault rifle probably gave him that error yeah but so he turned around and shot the guy right so he was being chased he turned around and shot the guy so he says hey he was going to kill me so i had to shoot him that would that's his defense right but here's the question that we can't ask the dead guy um where was he going to was he going to harm kyle rittenhouse or was he going to disarm kyle rittenhouse and you know i i think that Seeing a miner running through the streets where a riot's going on uh, with an with a semi-automatic weapon, that you know, we should all be grateful for someone that takes it upon themselves to try to disarm that. But idiot. you know, that's not a thing, right? Like only Steven Seagal maybe can disarm somebody with an assault <laughs> rifle. Well, <laughs> you can't actually do that. I think that um, I think that the guy that that in the video I saw where Kyle Rittenhouse, you know falls down and then you know he turns as he falls and aims the gun at the guy and kills him um i would assume that the guy chasing after him did not expect him to do that did the guy chasing him do we think know that rittenhouse had the gun yeah i mean i would say so it's perfectly visible why was he running who knows he was running from the guy apparently so like there were a bunch of people running in mm-hmm. a, in a, in that direction. So I don't know. I don't know. So the 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 first case, the first victim, he's chasing Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse falls. Sounds like a goddamn bad horror movie. Yeah. He turns and falls, hits the ground, turns around. The other guy is closing in proximity, so he shoots him. Yeah, they're very close together. And then he dies. And then where's the second guy? I don't know. I didn't see any video of that or get any details on it. Here, here's the problem. I don't know all the details on this, so you can uh, ask me a zillion questions. I'm not going to have many of the answers, but um, it, it it appears to be here. It is my opinion that the sole reason that Kyle Rittenhouse wasn't convicted of this was that the prosecution was inept. And that's it. There are no other reasons. I mean, he, he, he isn't not guilty of these charges in, in the real sense. He wasn't convicted of them because the prosecution was inept. Made a lot of mistakes. Um, don't even. It doesn't appear their heart was really even in it. So, um, I think that we're looking here at a a a, 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 a a situation where the judicial system really failed because the only right verdict in this would have been guilty on all those counts. So, there's no way that a, a kid or an adult or anybody should should go into a situation like that with loaded firearm and stick his nose in that business. And then um, when he elicits a reaction from people that are there involved in it and are also armed and he ends up killing them, that he is somehow not liable for that. That's wrong. Yeah, I know. I, I, I don't know if I'm fully there with you. I mean, I, I know what you're saying. I, w- I wish there was a way to rewrite this and and reframe it because it does boil down to the fact that he had no right to be there. He shouldn't yeah. have been there. If this guy had come in the Kyle Rittenhouse front room and ran at him with, you know, came in armed and ran at him like that and Kyle tried to run away and then fell down yeah. and turned a gun on him, I'd be... Hey, there's nothing there for That's sure but it's also not self-defense but this isn't self-defense no i know and and listen if he went there and didn't bring a gun could he have caused other trouble to draw attention to himself and still found himself in an altercation perhaps but i 
where I'm not totally on board with you is, and I don't know if you're saying this, but the mere fact that he had a gun means that that elicited a reaction by people to chase him down because they saw he was a threat. Maybe, maybe he was, right? Maybe he was waving it around, pointing at people. Maybe he fired some shots into the air. I have no idea. But I, I do know there are places where you can have a gun legally on you, and, and just the sight of it, you wouldn't, you wouldn't expect somebody would be allowed to tackle you or chase you because they don't like the sight of your gun. That wouldn't be right. Um, yeah, I don't think that's the situation, no. I know, I know, but the problem is. By no stretch, is, could you could you say this is that situation? This wasn't a, this wasn't a deer hunters convention where everybody brought their guns to show each other. And but somebody, not even everybody. Somebody out in the parking lot ran somebody down, and and then one of the deer hunters killed him. That's not this guy brought a semi-automatic weapon to a, a race inspired riot, and you know. Got himself, you know, got himself in the situation where he ends up killing people more than one. And, you know, that, like I said, the and sad one, one might be, you know, like, was that just a sad set of circumstances? Two and then a third? Well, so how, th- these guys, did they know each other? Did I already ask you this? No, I don't think so. The three? I don't think so. And so one of them saw the first guy get know. shot. And I don't he, know any of those details. Sorry. I mean, it's just, it is crazy how it all went down. I mean, it's. Well, here's the problem. I mean, Everybody that brought a weapon to that situation was wrong. Not everybody that brought a weapon to that situation committed murder. Right, and that's the connection. Only Kyle. I'm, that's what I'm trying to connect. Like, what are the circumstances surrounding the fact that he was chased and shot a guy? I'm, gonna, and I'm not defending him. Like, if gonna, I understand these charges, gonna be, they're going to be at least two multi, at least two, if not more, civil suits, and he's going to lose badly. Right. Yeah. The, the 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 thing is different. And uh, the lawyers bringing the civil suits are not going to be incompetent. So he's going to lose on the civil side of this. And uh, and maybe that's maybe that's appropriate. Like, in other words, here's just thoughts in my head, right? The guy never should have been there. He shouldn't have brought his gun. His mommy shouldn't have allowed it. There's there's all kinds of shit going on here, right? <laughs> if I understand the yeah. charges correctly, I don't think he should have been found guilty of first degree murder of what my understanding of that is maybe I have it wrong. Maybe I don't fully understand what the definition is. All the other stuff on that list, you know, second degree murder, perhaps uh, reckless homicide, reckless. Was there even a first degree murder charge? Yeah. It? Yeah, it was. And, and again, if I understand what that means, I, I think they got that one right. I don't think the guy should go without punishment. That's the thing. So did, did, did they fuck it up by the way they charged him? If they left out the first degree part, would he have been found guilty on the other stuff? Well, they had lesser charges, so that, why don't they, they use just that? Failed to, they failed to. I mean, look, I, I mean, apparently it was a carnival of of fuck ups on the prosecution's part. I mean, um, it just seems unfortunate, right? And I think that, um, I mean, for me, there's no real race component here um, to to speak of. I mean, I have nothing that. I mean, Kenosha, not exactly a, the hotbed of. Uh, you know, it's not Georgia, right? I mean, in Georgia, you can make a few assumptions and jump to a few confused, especially when you see two fat white guy, bearded white guys riding around with rifles. Hey, what do you got against beards? <laughs> you're not your, there. Your mustache, you're not there. Your mustache is looking better, by Thank the way. Thank you. But I, know, I noticed that this <laughs> Um So, yeah, it's just two really sad things. I mean, I think I think that we should all be very grateful 
that the that the Ahmad Arbery situation turned out the way it did. Was there any doubt on that one? Well, I mean, past the point of of uh, um, once once it came to trial, I, I think it was. I think everybody was pretty confident. Yeah, there's always a chance, right? I mean, yeah, but that's know. a good word to use, doubt, because yeah. at the end of the day, like you said on the Rittenhouse side, yeah. you believe it's a prosecution error, but there was a jury of twelve people that deliberated for several days. Yeah, and their job is to figure out if the prosecution proved to them, without a shadow of a doubt, right. a reasonable doubt. Right. I think it is, and I think we can assume that the prosecution failed in their in that. Is job. it, or is it just that there was enough doubt there that those twelve people? couldn't say yes to those charges, whereas the Ahmaud Arbery case was like, hey, this is, there's no doubt whatsoever. Why would you charge him if you don't have enough evidence? I mean, listen, rarely do, rarely are people charged with murders that, that the prosecution can't prove. That's a pretty rare occurrence, just like... We see this so much in enforcement all the time. Rarely are these kind of things brought to court, to trial, and and without the evidence. And I think that they had all the evidence they needed. I think that the prosecution fucked it up. Well, what evidence? There could be a lot of reasons for that, right? Uh, They didn't put their A people on it. Maybe Maybe they agreed with Kyle Rittenhouse, right? Maybe there was pressure. I mean, we're going to find out more down the road, right? Uh, why why he wasn't convicted. I think they had everything. They, I mean, there's, you know, there was video of him there. I mean, just the basic facts of this case show that he shouldn't have been acquitted on all those charges. So um, I think... The, but isn't there an, a better charge, though, that, that gives him some form of punishment that weren't the charges that they levied against him? I guess. I don't know. Manslaughter? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. There's got to be something that... So I don't know that that's the fault of the prosecution. Isn't that a matter of... You know, who's the one that, who's the one? Why the fuck are you even there? Yeah, I know. That's so what I say. You know, I mean. If he wasn't there, none of that would have happened. Well, I mean, listen, you could take any shooting anywhere and say that. Right? Hey, if the gun wasn't there, this guy wouldn't be dead. So that's not an argument that I often make, uh, right? Because I, you know, I'm not really, guns are not really a big topic for me, right? In the sense that I, I'm not. I mean, it's just what people do, right? He should be held accountable for what he did. He killed two people and wounded another. He should be in prison for a long time as a result. That should be the consequence for that. So that the next dumb motherfucker that thinks that's a good idea, maybe thinks twice. And you say that because he caused it versus the other example you gave. If somebody literally broke into his house and he shot the guy, you wouldn't want him in prison for that. Of course not. Okay. But but I mean you know I mean it's 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 not it's not that he was there with a gun it's that he was there, right? I mean if he had gone there carrying a, a seven inch knife and the, somebody with a gun chased him down and then he tripped and the and and then he stabbed the guy that was chasing him and killed him, it'd still be a murder trial, right? But is it it'd be that, a lot less obvious though? But is it it would that be better in the sense that? Like who doesn't well, it carry? It has knife? nothing to do with a gun, right? <clears throat> right. Is, do you think that's explore that for a second? Well, though. you shouldn't have been there. I mean, I get it. Why do you go to to a situation that's out of control and so dangerous for everybody involved, police included? I mean, f- really think of the danger that the police were in in that situation. How does an idiot with a gun make it better for them? That's just stupid. They, I I agree with you there too. Really. 
I would not want to prosecute the cops if they just shot him in the back <laughs> of the head to take him out of the game. I mean, more importantly, fucking this up for us. If your idea is I am going to go participate in protecting people and property, if that that's his thought, that's what he says, right? I guess. So if you're if you in your mind you are going to protect, to protect police, yeah, but you're going to protect, right? That's the word. The word protection implies that you believe there will be some need for your protection, meaning you're going to you're going to get in a scramble. You believed that you were going to get into a scramble. Well, and and I and if you bring a gun, the gun is going to be used. If you bring the knife, the knife is going to be. You're going to use what you have. You know the the in conjunction with this with that trial and the information about it, I I've heard that. Um, you know, there is more of a tendency for participants in the in the protests or whatever to to come armed, and and they are trying to protect themselves from the police. Who's coming armed? The participants in the protests. Yeah. Well, you know, hey, I'm a big gun guy. I think everybody should have be yeah, able to have everybody guns. Everybody should bring their guns yeah. to the protest. That's just fucking lame. I hate Nobody to should say protest. It. That's lame. <laughs> Protests are stupid. Thank you, Chairman Mao. (laughs) Hey, you should have a right to protest, but it's fucking stupid. Yeah, but nobody there should have guns. And so when there is a a protest of some kind going on, any asshole that shows up with a gun should be arrested, right? And And they didn't because Wisconsin is some state you're allowed to have a gun out? Probably. I'm pretty sure here about as backward as they can get. So. Yeah, but I mean, like in California, I think you can't just take your gun out and show it or walk around with it. That's <laughs> because that's because we do not live in an incestuous, incestuous backwards, retarded. <laughs> that's not bunch why. Of idiots. It's because California doesn't want us to have guns. Period. Well, I mean, look, minimally. I don't want to see your fucking gun when I'm walking down the street. That's not where I want to live. And and to that end, uh, as far as I'm concerned, society has a right to tell you that you can't brandish your weapon. But am I right that in Wisconsin, society there says you can? I don't know. Is that why I, I he... I don't know about Wisconsin. He must have known that, I right, could, to bring his gun there. I would assume so. Hey, Mom, I'm taking my, uh, I'm taking my semi-automatic assault weapon. How, can she be charged? Well, How about I, endangering I, I, a minor? No, I'm sure that she will be named in the civil suits that are to come. How come and, she can't be named in a criminal trial? Um, because they barely named him. No, they didn't name him. They charged him with six fucking counts of murder. Right. There's not barely naming well, they him. they didn't charge her. <laughs> I know, but to me, you're, you're a minor till you're 18, Well, listen, right? if they didn't convict him, the guy that actually pulled the trigger... <laughs> I could have convicted well, her. Well, that, that's probably true, but they at least could have tried. But the guy's family, one of the two or both of the families of the guys that died, um, they can name her in their civil lawsuits, and uh, I'm almost 100% sure she's going to be found liable. Well, she should be, and that's what I said about Rittenhouse. He doesn't deserve— She have her fucking tubes tied so she doesn't produce any more of these ignorant fucks. Yeah, like sterilization. Are, you, are yeah. you in favor of that? For no. s- hey, listen, there's too many people. That's what I say. Any, oh, here you go. Any, I just heard myself in the last <laughs> podcast uh, uh, say that you never miss a chance to, <laughs> to be in favor of something that would reduce the population. It, it, there's just too many of us. Jesus Christ. And too many of us are doing bad shit. <laughs> and it all starts with the parents. Uh, the parents are choosing to have... I, who was I talking to the other day? Kind of a random stranger. And they were saying this woman was one of, I think, 11 kids. 
Oh. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. 11 kids? Yeah. Come on. That's gra- too many. My grandmother, born in 1900, youngest of 14 children. 14? Yeah. Yeah, they and she was born on a farm in Missouri. I mean, is that when some like, of her siblings had already lived and died before she was born? Right, right, yeah. So, is that when you need like everybody in your household to do the hunting the and the gathering and the make the clothes and no, purify the no, water? No, and to work work the farm, farm. Yeah. all the shit that it no takes to live. And gathering going on there. <laughs> you know, she. Uh, you know. I'm 65, so, you know, when I was a kid, she was in her 60s or something. And, and, cause I was born in, I was, she was 56 when I was born. So when in, you know, the early 60s or something, she was already my, almost my age now. She used to tell me the stories about how, yeah, when I was a kid, my dad would, uh, take an axe and cut off the chicken's head and the chicken would run around for five minutes with blood spurting out of its neck. <laughs> Well, that still of, happens. Yeah, I'm like, oh my fucking god, <laughs> it happens in Wisconsin. Yeah. So, what about this other trial? Uh, the the uh, Epstein miss. What is the Gisalane? How do you say her name? <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> close enough. Gisalane Maxwell. G- I don't know that Jizz is actually. <laughs> oh, it's not. It sounds appropriate, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> it does. Uh huh. Uh yeah, just I you know that's an interesting. You can't not say it now, huh? Yeah, just I can't say it right. Gizzling, just it's say Gizzling. It's not Gizzling. That's what I think. That's how it's spelled. What is it? Giz? No, Jizz. I don't know. It's, it's not Jizz. G H I. Whatever that is. Uh, Maxwell. She was. I guess her father was a big entertainment movie maker or something. I don't know. She was the daughter of this really rich guy in entertainment. She's no spring chicken either, so that was a while ago. Um, and then she had a romantic uh, um, relationship with, uh, what's his name? What's the guy's name? Uh, Epstein. Epstein in the 90s, I think, and then uh, remained um, in his orbit as some kind of uh, associate and is charged with you know, participating in rounding up um, did, did Wasn't she, or, she had the black book of all the people that she could, you know, capture? and She's already named Prince Albert, uh, Bill Clinton, uh, Bill Richards, the ex-governor of Texas or something, um, or congressman or whatever he was. Big Democratic guy. Lots of Democrats. Um, and Is this to save her ass? Yeah, I think initially the names came out because she was trying to say, hey, you know, if you come after me and prosecute me, these are the kind of, here's a sample. I'm going to take your moral, you know, yeah. highly regarded politicians and throw right. them under the bus. Right. And I, I don't think. Is she getting immunity for that? She's not getting anything. What, she's what going is, to prison probably for 45 years. What's the charge? Child trafficking? Yeah, I think so. So these are all minors. Yeah. What about some of the like, the Bill Clinton connection. Well, here's the thing. If you go get a 25 year old and convince her to come over to Epstein's house, there's no crime. If you, but if there's prostitution involved, right? A 15 year old, you know, find her away at school, um, you know, virtually steal her from her parents by saying, Hey, I'm going to send you to, you know, this all girls school, school. whatever. Yeah. I mean, the shit was unbelievable. I, you know, listen to the podcast on the Epstein thing. Um, I mean, only only really Epstein could have could have told any, you know, any third person 
truth about her involvement, but it does look like she's like she was involved in recruiting and grooming underage and these girls were, so for how about sex. for the clients did they pay for the sex um you know that does not appear to be the case this does not appear to be any kind of prostitution ring or anything like that she would acquire a groom and and bring uh underage girls to Epstein but then he would share them with his with his associates. So let's say. Uh, and such I, as the ones he named. Right. And so I'm not saying this, but let's say Clinton goes to Epstein's island, which he, we know he was on the plane multiple times, right? And he goes to the island and they're partying and there's broads so there. Trump. Yeah. And there's broads there. And so if Clinton. Hook, very, very. Um, <laughs> if Clinton hooks up with one of these broads and she's 25 but has been captured by Ghislaine since she was 15. There's no crime for Clinton, right? He just has to deal with Hillary when he gets I home. I don't think any any girls that grew up uh, on uh, Peter's Island, um, you know, were there after they were adults. So, so what's the? I mean, the, the lure here was the chance to have sex with underage girls. Okay, so that is happening on the island. She's providing. Ghislaine is providing access to underage girls. And are some of these high-profile names accused of hooking up with these young girls? Apparently. Like Clinton? Well, with like an Prince under- Albert of England. Prince Albert. Isn't he like 90? <laughs> well, he wasn't when this happened. I see. Even if he's 90 now, he's only uh, 50 when this was going on. And so they go to this island, and there's underage girls there. Yeah. I don't even know if it was an island. I don't know that much about it. Well, he has that. an island. Yeah. I Isn't it called that. Pedo Island or something? <laughs> <laughs> or that's the plane the know, pedo it's, ex- it's in the pedo islands it's in that <laughs> the pedo chain. express i don't know this is wrong <laughs> is it wrong he's a pederast we can call him that yeah it's fine you can call him anything <laughs> you want, but making jokes about the name of the island probably off base no i think that's what people have called it um well possibly i haven't heard it called <laughs> So what is I don't want to come out of this do they want to i mean are they trying to get information from her or do they just want to lock her up um, I think that they feel that she has committed multiple crimes and they want to prosecute her for it. I don't think they need any information. I mean, to do what with? He's dead. They're not they're not going after him anymore. What do we think? I mean, is Clinton going to get any backlash from this? Uh, what do we think his involvement is? Well, Clinton probably had Epstein killed. So Clinton or Do you Prince think? Albert. Because he was going to speak. But if the story comes out anyway with Ghislaine, what's the point of that? Do you think that he somehow magically died? In I don't know, dude. That's so. a freaky story. Well, I think someone killed him. I mean, it, I, are I we, just the, don't think A that's... former president had somebody knocked off in it jail? It could have just been the cops. I mean, it, you know, here's the thing about this type of crime, right? People get all kind of whacked out about it, right? And so, I mean, it could be as simple as the cops in that jail decided that he was scum and they were going to kill him and make it look like suicide. And that's the long and short of it. Right. Or it could be that one of these high-powered people that knew their name was going to come out when Epstein ended up going to trial decided that um, they would convince the cops in that jail to Yeah, I don't think that's far-fetched. Right. No, not far-fetched, but... But, you know, is it not being investigated? I mean, could they really get away with it? It'd have to be pretty good. I mean, does the shoe drop sometime down the road? When Well, that's what I'm trying to get at. If Ghislaine has the same information, what's the point of knocking off Epstein if the, if the information is still going to get out? 
Right. Well, I don't think anybody thought she was going to get prosecuted for Why? this, right? Because, well, I think that post um, post Epstein's death, that more information. First off, she was on the run for a long time. So yeah, there was she, that. Wasn't she, she in Canada? She definitely had the ability to, you know, go into hiding or whatever. So. Um, why they haven't killed her? Who knows? I mean, you know, it's is not she over in jail yet. now? It's uh, a good question. She's at in trial, I think. Well, don't you go back? I unless she's got an ankle so. monitor, but she's probably know. a flight risk. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little hard to say. I mean, even the people that she's accusing of this are so old; they're about dead anyway. So, so when did this whole thing start? Like, how long had this been going on? The trial? No, no, like her, this whole with her ring of she, getting underage girls. In the 90s, back in how the do, how late do you, 80s, early 90s. How do you even fucking convince people, you know, young, impressionable girls, yeah. come live with me in my house of girls and I'll educate you and whatever. Yeah. I'll provide you food and clothes. But there's this one little caveat. Well, they didn't tell them that part of it. Yeah, but the first time they do it, they know yeah. about it. How it come sounds, they don't leave? It sounds insidious. I mean, I, I it was quite a while ago that I listened to the podcast, podcast, the kind of the definitive podcast on that. And I um, thought we were the definitive podcast. Well, we not on not on that. Oh, just in general, <laughs> just in general. But uh, um, it it was uh, it was a you know, and it was involved, and it wasn't the same for each underage girl that was involved. Some of them were longer you know longer range strategies right than than others right where they they kind of capped them you know ran into them in exotic places and girls were already away from home and hey uh come and we think we see something in you and come and you know and, and she was obviously well connected in the entertainment world and stuff so you know i i think that that it was very insidious i mean i think these were two of the most morally bankrupt people, you know, um, that you could ever imagine, right? And I think because of their arrogance and the wealth that they came from and uh, that they thought they were untouchable, right? And Epstein had found out that he wasn't, right? Does it say in, or does it, you know, when you were listening to the podcast? It's been a long time, so. Who was the mastermind? Was it Ghislaine or was it Epstein? Uh, that's a good question. I don't really remember the answer to. I think I think it evolved kind of organically. What what, did, what was he found guilty of? What was the charge? I don't even remember. Did he ever make it to trial? I don't even know that he got convicted of anything. Well, how did he end up in jail? Well, awaiting trial. I think. Is that what it was? I think he was awaiting trial and he was killed. I don't in jail? think he was convicted. I don't think the trial ever happened because he I know died was a, in the cell. Yeah, but I thought he was. I know that they didn't. They confiscate all of his assets. They froze his accounts. They stole his plane. You no, know, they don't need the victim to do that. They don't. No, well, because they confiscate all that stuff, and then you know, and then like I, I thought you're you, innocent until proven guilty. They don't go after these guys unless they can prove it, right? So, yeah, but is that? I don't, I don't really remember. Did he get convicted, and he was then you know waiting to be sentenced, or he'd been sentenced, and he was. In this jail, he didn't die in a prison. He died in some local jail somewhere. So he wasn't in like a, prison. They, you don't guys like this don't die like a Martha in Stewart prison. prison, like a little <laughs> kind of fancy. No, no, I think it was some prison. kind of jail. So I, I think it was real close to the time of the trial. I don't know. I have to go back and look at all of that. But yeah, that's uh, this. Uh, she's going to be. I think they're going to convict her. She's going to end up in prison, and that's going to be the end of it. I don't think she's going to. I don't. I think if she had anything that could somehow secure her 
um, would you call it amnesty or no? Um, um, you know, uh, immunity. But, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That she would have, she would have played that card already. Right. So doesn't sound like she's got that. So she's just giving up the names well, just to I be mean, a dick. I can say, you know, that I got some underage girls for Bill Clinton. We were on a plane with, you know, that I hope for his sake, he was good friends with the guy that used to own Alpha Beta and, and Debbie used to watch all of that real close. That guy, I can't remember his name. He was a a millionaire at the time, multimillionaire at the time. And, um, Clinton used to hang around with him and, and he was known for this kind of, these kind of excursions and shit, right? Who knows what kind of sick shit these guys did, right? They're, they're rich and, and they, think they can get away with it. I mean, even when he was the fucking president of the United States with more scrutiny on him than any other person in the world, and he thinks he can have an affair with Monica Lewinsky. But she was an adult. She was, there were two consenting adults. No, no, I'm just, I'm just speaking, I'm not saying anything about that. For, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, that's not even a crime. But, right. but, um, uh, poor cigar. Stupid, right? I mean, how, I mean, look, look, you are a married president of the United States and you're having oral sex with, or at least you're getting oral sex from an intern inside the, the, the White House. Uh, and then you're carrying on at, away things and campaign shit. I mean, and you think you're not going to get caught. I mean, how, how ridiculous. How did that that even come out? I don't even remember. What was the, Hmm. how did that become a story? Do you remember? Yeah, I think I do. Um, Something, there was a gal that was um, Monica's uh, friend or confidant at that time. And she's the one that broke the story to the press that that um, Clinton was having an affair and she secretly tape recorded conversations with Monica where Monica was telling her about her affair with Bill Clinton and she released that to the press I can't remember why because people like to be important yeah was Monica pissed off about that yeah yeah they were they were friends right and she felt betrayed and to this day, she she. I mean, I've heard it speak recently. She she was she did a hour long podcast with Kara Swisher, and I heard her talk with Kara. She's got a book or something coming out. Yeah, I think I, I saw mean, that. She's she, been relatively successful. Yeah, it turned out good for her. She looks it did good. Not turn out good for her. It That's did. Wrong. She's got a career. Oh. She's written a I, book. I'm, I'm going to ref- I'm she going to I'm going to refrain from agreeing to that, but you can say it. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's interesting. Um, well, what, 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 what would be the alternative? So it never came out, you know, Clinton would have dumped her anyway. She would have been heartbroken because she thought she had this opportunity with the president and it was going places. Well, I mean, I don't think much of Monica, Monica Lewinsky either. I mean, this is going to sound really self-righteous, so I'm just going to go there. Um, it wouldn't be the only time it would really, (laughs) is that true? (laughs) Um, I don't think much of people that have affairs. Right. And we, you know, so if you're married and you want to fool around with somebody else, you need to go to your partner and say it's over and uh, sorry, didn't work out and then go do whatever you want to do. But to do it behind their backs is just a fucking lack of character. And she wasn't married, right? Uh, Monica? Yeah. No, she was like 20 or something. 20 or something. You know, she, she was, she wasn't nothing. Um, <laughs> he should have waited. He should have waited until she 
she got older because she looks much better now. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, a little, <laughs> she's a little too thick for my taste. Always no, was. she looks good. But I mean, how thick skinny do you have to be to get a BJ under the uh, in the Oval Office? Not that, not that skinny. But go back to the Epstein thing. Is, yeah. is, is, does this tie into when Clinton was in office or no? Uh, Can we go back and impeach him again? Yeah, I know you'd love that. <laughs> well, I think we're done going back and impeaching people that are out of office. I would say so. Thank so you. Right now. <laughs> but but was any of this happening on the Pedo Island when he was in office? Yeah, I don't know about all the chronology. I don't even know if it's verified. All I know is is uh, Maxwell has has invoked the names of Clinton, um, uh, Prince Albert. Who the fuck else? Somebody else. Uh, Mr. Rogers. No, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> well, come on. He has to remain squeaky clean. Who, Mr. Rogers? Yeah. Oh, okay, fine. Wasn't he? Whatever. I don't know. I guess we'll wait to see if we hear from He's him. He's dead, right? I don't know. I mean, I'm waiting for the book to come out from his boyfriend. <laughs> Was he gay? I don't know. I'm just see see. Look at the conclusion you dropped. <laughs> you said boyfriend. Oh, I don't know. Maybe they were gay. I don't know. <laughs> I see. I see where we're going with this. <laughs> I don't know anything about Mister Rogers. I don't mean to impute his integrity. Um, uh, not everybody that wears a sweater. <laughs> Like Jimmy Carter. Like Jimmy Carter. Oh, man. Here's a guy that, uh, I mean, I don't ever, if there's a dark side to Jimmy Carter, I don't want to know about it ever. I don't It'll know. come out after he's gone, oh which is the God. way it should be. It's so. There will be a dark side to all of us because even if we live the most morally pure life, the way this society is going is we're all going to be fucking accused of something at some I, point. Yes, I guess. But if there's any, uh, if there's any dark side of, uh, um, President Carter, I, I feel like there would be cobwebs involved. <laughs> How old is he now? Oh, he's got to be 99 or something. Is, no, is he? I know he's got to be in his 90s. Is he pushing 100, do you think? I don't know. Let's see. Oh, my God. Here. Hey, Siri. How old is ex-President Jimmy Carter? Okay. I found this on the web for how old is ex-president Jimmy Carter. Uh, Check you, it out. Could you just read it? For God's sake, 97. 97, fuck. Yep. Yep. 97. So I was close. Yeah, you were. Cobwebs, baby. That's <laughs> what I'm telling you. <laughs> so what else is happening? Are we going to go to war with Russia or what? Um, let's see. You following to... this uh, Ukraine story, Russian troops moving uh, closer to the Ukrainian yeah, border. Build up. A, I mean, I think, you know, are we going to go to war? I've asked you this before in relation to other, you know, crises around the world. We, of course, talked a lot about Afghanistan, just yeah. got out of Afghanistan. Are we going to find ourselves being pulled back into conflict elsewhere around the world? Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course we are. <laughs> Um, Where's it going to start? Well, I don't know. I mean, typically any kind of military conflicts between the United States and Russia are fought by proxy war. But, you know, I don't know who that would be. I mean, you know, theoretically NATO, I guess. I mean, is, that's the whole is thing, Ukraine right? a member of NATO? No, but they want to be. And that's what this is all about, I guess. Well, I mean, I, I just, I mean, they're not a member, so... Uh, I think that is the ultimate excuse now, for the United States. Is NATO States part of that, the U.N.? Uh, NATO is the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. It has nothing to do with the UN that I'm aware of. Okay. I think that's right. Because yeah. doesn't Russia have some type of weird fucking veto power in the UN? Um, well, I mean, Russia, China, they're members. I don't know about veto powers. They have, 
I think when you're talking about Security Council resolutions, it has to be unanimous. I mean, do we care if Russia invades Ukraine? Well, it is the it is the the answer to that is no, but um, it is theoretically a democracy, and we should care. Um, we should be different. I mean, there's so much here. This is a for me. I feel that this is a complicated issue that we have once again mishandled, especially through the Trump years, because he's in bed with with Putin in some way or another, and let this happen. Um, you know, it it is a terrible um, precedent to be set to to stand by idly while Russia invades a sovereign state of any type anywhere, right? And um, who do you think is watching this the most? You know, it's China, right? I mean, if, if China sees the rest of the world sit back and do nothing while the failed communist state of Russia, um, uh, which is now not even a communist state anymore, right? It's just a, a oligarchy gone wild and a kleptocracy and a dictatorship. And if 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 President Xi of China sees that they can get away with this under the nose of NATO. I just don't know what it means. Yeah, but do you think I mean, do China? Do I give a shit about Ukraine? I don't, but I am concerned about Japan and Taiwan. I don't think and, China gives a shit and is waiting to see the reaction from the rest of the world. Of you know what Russia does. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Russia doesn't care about the Ukraine, right? They just want to see what the rest of the world. Right? I don't think China even cares about that. I think if China is going to do anything, they're going to do it. Like what? That's funny you brought that up. I was just reading a story. There's some airport somewhere. Is it in Uganda? Somewhere that the Chinese loaned like two or three hundred million dollars to build this airport. It's the only airport there. Yep. And they defaulted on the payment. And so China is literally taking over the airport. Yeah. It just happened. Yeah. They're going to, they're, I don't know anything about it, but I could see them declaring that to be sovereign. That's Chinese, exactly what they did. Right. Yeah. You know, as if it was an embassy or something yes. like that. So. I mean, um, but that's the problem. That's what I. That's that's why I. That's where I think the importance of of a situation in Ukraine with Russia is is, um, not what I'm not worried about getting into a military conflict with Russia. Particularly, I'm more worried about what our lack of will concerning Russia is going to tell. China about what they can and can't do in other places around the world and what kind of what kind of response they can expect from Western allies in general. Well, how worried are you then? Would you support an intervention in Ukraine? Yes. Well, to send the message for China. I mean, it's it's tough, man, to to think of having a military conflagration on the border with with Russia is dangerous, right? I mean, that is a dangerous situation. I, I don't know. I don't think I have the answer to that. I don't know that I'm in support of that um, because I don't think it ends well. I mean, I don't think that there's enough will militarily 
with the United Nations to 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 go to war with Russia over a non-member state, it'd be different. But do you think a member state? But if we're thinking several steps ahead, like you've said, which is a good thought. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, one of the problems that that um, democracies have in the eyes of their um, of their uh, their enemies, right? Whether it's um, whether it's an oligarchy like Russia has turned into, or a communist uh, dictatorship like China has turned into, is that um, uh, we really can't. I mean, if if Z. G, she, G, whatever his name is, I'm going to call him Z because I don't know. Gislaine. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got me on that one. If if uh, if uh, China decides that they're going to put in a ten year strategy uh, regarding Taiwan, uh, they there is no doubt that they will continue that strategy uninterrupted. Right? We have no such situation in the Western world right any anything is limited to four years of certainty and anything after that can be completely upended and you know i mean it's that's always been the case but but continuity and 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 adherence to certain principles we have, you know, we have demonstrated to the world through the Trump years that everything that the rest of the world thought they could count on from the United States is up for grabs. But why? Do you, why years. is it just through the Trump years, though? Like, in other words, <clears throat> I think this country has had a long history, like we've talked about, of creating conflict. You know, getting involved, uh, establishing dictatorships that ultimately lead to war. But in, in this case, and I think you and I both supported the withdrawal from Afghanistan, if we choose not to get involved, if we take a more neutral stance in future politics, that would certainly be the opposite of the Trump years and the Trump approach. Um, it's not – I mean uh, I'm, I support withdrawing from Afghanistan because we that was a failed mission. So you've got to get out sooner or later. Um, it, it had failed – it had felt long ago back in the Obama years. So, um, yeah, support that. But but it's meaningless uh, on the world stage. What isn't meaningless is what will happen in, in, uh, in Ukraine. And That's frankly, what I mean. And frankly, we've already missed the boat there. We let uh, them annex Crimea and – that was the that was the incursion on into foreign sovereign soil by Russia. So you know the next step in Ukraine is almost a foregone conclusion. So um, I think we we may have missed the boat on that one. I I think that so that might just be. I don't I don't think we're going to war with Russia over Ukraine. Um, uh, so then. That will bring us one step closer to uh, to a conflagration with an actual UN, uh, actual like China. NATO member, and then that's going to be the test. And then China is that how the world ends? I'm not, is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm not too worried about China going after NATO countries um, because that's not their sphere of influence. But they have bought Africa, as you're well aware, mm-hmm. right? 
And so they have been aggressively, non-militarily, staking their claims all over Africa. So that's where they're going, which makes sense. That's closer to their part of the world. And then there will be the, there is the whole Japan, Malaysia, you know, that part of the world is up for grabs from China. We'll have a hard time. You know, we had a hard time in the Second World War fighting a war in the Pacific. We won't be any easier if there's another time. You, you were pretty confident that you weren't going to be around long enough to see the end of the world, what humans do to it, but you might. The way we're going. That would be, I've been living with that since the Cuban missile crisis. <laughs> Do so, you think, so, so you. Unlike you, I actually got under my desk I know, and exactly. kissed my ass goodbye. We did it for earthquakes, not for ICBMs. No, we did it for fucking, you know, hey, when the missiles come, get yeah. under your wooden desk because that's the ticket. That's going right. to say, <laughs> <laughs> wood is the, you know, the definitive protection against <laughs> nuclear radiation. So, yeah. But, I mean, still, shit, obviously things stabilized since the end of the Cold War, I think, globally. But shit seems to be heating up again. Yeah, you know, I I think what's happened, I saw an interesting um, piece last night about China, about how President, let's just call him Z. But okay? You can call him whatever you want. President Z, how he looked at the fall of the Soviet Union um, and made him determine that that was not going to happen to China. So, it, um, so everything that has to do with Russia and Putin is is of utmost importance to China in the sense that um, it's Putin's running a class for them on what not to do. Right? Don't become too American. Don't get too. Don't get weak. Don't do this. Don't do that. Right. So she's. Uh, he's worried about he's was worried about China turning into a oligarchy as he is communism failing, right? But the plan to save communism is continued expansion. The plan to save and what com- do we do about well? That? The plan for him to save communism is to is to maintain an iron grip on on society and um, allow people. I mean, there are more Lamborghinis in China than you know than there are anywhere else in the world. But, is that right? Yeah, but there's because there's more Who gets money. to own these Lamborghinis? Rich people. There are more there are more billionaires there now than anywhere else in the world. And but aren't they, Z are, doesn't really have a problem with people getting rich. He has a problem when them being rich threatens the 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 security of the state control. Which is exactly why they're going to crack down on how much richness these rich people can attain. They are. I mean, and if you're Jack Ma, who's the owner of Alibaba, right, which is way bigger than Amazon, you you open your mouth about the wrong thing. You, you think that the way to redress your some kind of grievance with government regulation in China is to open your big mouth about it. You're gone. You've disappeared for three weeks or something, right? That was a, that was a lesson for him. Hey, do it again. You're not coming back. Is that what right? it is? Three weeks. Cause the tennis star, she came back. Yeah, she'll be back. No, she was back. She made an appearance. She made an appearance. So at some dinner where she wasn't allowed to speak. Could have been a deep fake. I don't know. It's hard to say, right? I mean, it gets, and I think that is part of Z's plan to not 
emulate the West uh, uh, more than they should, right? Hey, we can have Olympics. We can, uh, we can have, uh, you know, you can have a Lamborghinis, uh, Louis and- Vuitton store <laughs> in, in downtown, uh, you know, Tiananmen Square or whatever. But, um, you know, don't, f- you just never, f- you know, just understand who's running the show. You know, he, he actually, you know, lived here for a while. He went to school here. Um, he was a big agriculture guy. You know, did he, he pay his student loans? He was, yeah, good question. <laughs> he was the son of uh, a government official uh, during the Cultural Revolution. Um, his family was stripped of everything, and he he personally was sent to work in a very poor northern province of China in, on farms. And for all intents and purposes, should have languished there for the rest of his life. Um, it was through sheer, this guy's kind of scary to me. It was through sheer determination that he joined the Communist Party, which not everybody in China is a member of the party, right? And Are uh, they, though? Huh? Are you all unofficially part of the party? No, no, because party members get things. Uh, non-party members don't get shit. I mean, so he decided that, and actually, apparently, it took multiple applications for him to finally get accepted into the party and from there it was a it's been a very direct climb to the top right and because of all that he he is very much a hard line um you know communist right he's his thing is to his goal then and he said this publicly was to become redder than red and so that's the deal right he's he's all about that so um, and he's going to be chairman for life, right? I mean, there, we're not until he dies. We're not going to see another, another figurehead in in China. So, is can he pass that chairmanship down to his kids? I don't think it works like that. There for now. Yeah, I don't know that he even has any kids. To be honest with you, oh, um, he has kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they might be on Pedo Island. Right, still, right, but. It might be. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh, you know, it's a it's a different. You know, it's not Stalin, it's not Russia, it's not even the old China. Um, I mean, the Cultural Revolution was about the the Communist Party members becoming bourgeois and you know corruption, and and the Cultural Revolution was about stripping their asses down and teaching them a lesson. And uh, he doesn't want to see that happen again there. And so it's a very, I mean, I think that's a pretty scary thing. I mean, China is a thousand times more dangerous to us than Russia. Russia's a failed state. They they really don't have any kind of money. But what you're saying is it's really not about Russia. If, if it's the not US... about Russia. Well, we, well, yeah, I think that going forward, our what happens in relationship to Russia is about what we're telling China is going to be okay. Well, we, apparently we've told them everything's okay. Go, go about your business. So far. Nothing to see here. So far. So far, and and um, I mean, the time to act on that was Crimea. To be honest with you, to send a message to China. See, that was Obama's fault. <laughs> so wrong. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. I mean, I think that for the foreseeable future, China wants the economy to be strong, uh, but not to be. He doesn't want the economy to be more important than the party. And they're waiting for the rest of us to cut back on all of our emissions, you know, handicap ourselves with what we can do, and they're going to continue to burn coal and then pounce on the U.S.? Is that the thinking? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what, with their coal? I, I don't know. <laughs> 
I with mean, their scramjets. It's an arm. It's an arms race between us and China. I mean, it, we we now, and I don't think it will take much to 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 continue to to garner support for military weapons advancement and so so forth, military spending. The specter of China as a military foe should be um, enough to you know to unleash the spending power of the United States, which is still more than China, um, uh, for military stuff, right? And so um, we'll just have to see. I mean, hopefully this becomes a game of deterrence, right, in the long run. Um, but China apparently is viewing the you know the United States right now as in the throes of falling apart before before their very eyes. That's what it looks like. I guess, and I, you know, I mean, I think, I mean, I guess it depends if it matters who you blame, right? I mean, I... It doesn't. I I think, it, you know, I mean, I certainly have things that I blame for that. Um, I think it would be better if we, if we showed a more united front, but look, who knows, right? I mean, things, things are going to change and any number of things could happen in China. Um, you know, there's a, there is a, what's the word? There is a momentum there that could, you know, you know, go out of control. I mean, is it going to collapse? Is that communist state going to collapse under its own weight? We we'll just have to see. I, mean, I don't know. I think the days of of big mouth politicians trying to bully China is probably over. I would hope so. Right. <clears throat> I mean, I think we could agree that it never should have been the case to begin with. But, but you know. When you can get away with it, you do it. But now we have the complete opposite. You know, we're, if we if we turn into pacifists and do nothing, not as if bullying was the answer and we did anything then either. But it's like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. That's what I'm saying. The end we've of never, days. The end of days are here, my friend. We've never done. <laughs> <laughs> I try to leave you with a positive note. I yeah yeah. I, I guess we're getting to the end of the program because you start to talk about the end of days. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, well, have um, you had enough fun, my friend? Yeah, this is good. I, I, it, it was, uh, it, it seemed like it's been a while, but um, uh, it was good to get back, be on track with our timing. For uh, the good, to, good to be back on track. Good to yeah. see you. Yeah. Good to see the mustache in full growth. And until next time, everybody. All right. Bye. Bye.